Hello. Hello. This is Devin with Writing Daily. Um, this is, I think we're going with bathrobe day look today, so I hope you don't uh, mind. I hope your eyes aren't sensitive. Uh, I'm also a little sunburnt, and I'm a little bit beat up and unshaven and tired from the last few days where I did something called New Media Summit. We'll probably talk about more about that in the upcoming weeks. Uh, but that said, uh, I'm kind of taking a day off because I've had some fun things happen this morning. I want to share uh, uh, share a little bit about that with you. Uh, and we're also going to be doing a, a very short review of Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. Anyway, for those who don't know, every single day we talk about writing all the ins and outs, everything from how to write a better letter to your grandmother to, because we all write. We write every single day, all the time, as long as we have the ability to do so, and we should be able to do it better, as well as uh, if we're finishing our book, our memoir, our series of short stories, we should get our stuff out there into the world. And I'm going to help you do it because I'm walking through it right now. I am Devin Galladay, the, uh, the uh, editor-in-chief of In the No Traveler, as well as the author of the forthcoming memoir, 10,000 Miles with My Dead Father's Ashes. If you like what I'm doing, if you are interested, please, please, please consider writing a question or comment. I respond everything because it's all about developing a relationship. So before we talk about Ready Player One, um, I just wanted to share with you, let me see if I can find it. Oh, for some reason I jumped off the page. So I have to go back onto Facebook. And I got this, I got a friend request a few days ago. I'm, I'm not going to uh, share this person's name, uh, although I really kind of want to. Um, and so anyway, the long story and the short of it was I kind of got this message from this guy out of the blue who says, I got $250,000 from Facebook. They're giving out cash to compensate Facebook users, and I saw your Facebook profile on the winner's list. What are the odds of that happening? So I'm on the winner's list on this face Facebook uh, give cash for no apparent reason program. Uh, and uh, so I saw your name on the on the Facebook profile name of the winners list that will receive the reward. Did you get yours too? What an innocuous question because this guy, he's my pal and he's looking out for me. So I say, uh, does this stupidity really work? Ha, all caps, exclamation point. So it's probably rude of me. Oh, no, you need to believe and trust this. This is real and legit, even if it is very strange to me. Not until I got my money from them, they came to my house to deliver it at my home doorstep. So it gets, it gets more believable as the moments wear on. Eight people that I know have gotten the winning cash prize from the payment agent of Anthony Teamer personally got it too. I am so happy I got $250,000 in cash from them. So I wrote, ha, you're hilarious. Really, what's your angle? I don't understand you, question mark, he says. What do you mean? 
Of course you do. We can keep going, but you're like a Nigerian prince offering $450 million to strangers. This scam is really funny. I don't know if I'm being rude at this point or what's happening, but I'm playing along sort of. I really kind of wanted to extend this out, but I knew that we were going to run into a wall. Uh, so anyway, he continues to write, this is really and legit. I got the winning money for real. It even... And then there's a word, S-T-R-E-A-N-G, to me. And I don't, I'm not even, I can't follow that one. Uh, when so the UPS in my doorstep to deliver a, my winning. Uh, so anyway, it goes on for a few more lines, mostly me being kind of a, a bit of a tool. But there you have it. Uh, that was my moment of scam interaction today, which is always a little bit thrilling to me. Um, so let's move on. Ready Player One, it's now in movie theaters. It's by Steven Spielberg in terms of a director and uh, Ernest Klein uh, for the book Ready Player One. And so it is, uh, it's, it's a, a sci-fi fun book. It is, uh, uh, and I, I don't, I'm not, not going to give any spoilers away, but the base, the basic crux is we're sort of like in a, a futuristic, uh, apocalyptic kind of thing uh, in about 50 years in the future. And it's about a young guy who's in sort of like, for lack of a better description, the projects. And there is a secret uh, Easter egg hunt. It's a, a video game expression. Uh, where you can find these little hidden messages in sort of like regular video games and it started with Atari. And so what this writer does is he creates this Easter egg hunt where this guy who creates this alternative, um, it was like Half-Life was a big thing for a while. And it's, so it's like a Half-Life where everybody, everything is so dark and miserable outside that they come into this uh, this video interactive world and everybody has these special suits and so to find the Easter egg you have to go back to the mad millionaire who created the whole thing actually zillionaire guy and it's somewhere between uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and kind of a Star Wars-ish hero's journey kind of thing. So you have this collection of kind of rogue video game players against the evil empire. Uh, and so there's a, there's a fair amount of hero's journey thing going on. So the story within itself isn't all that, um, you know, I mean, you can kind of see where it's headed in many levels. Uh, but because it goes, it's sort of like, again, it's 50 years in the future. And so it, it goes back to the, the childhood frequently to, to unravel the, the clues of finding the Easter egg and, and winning the, you know, the, the master prize. Uh, we're dealing with going back and, um, and sort of like sifting through the clues that are largely coming from 1980s pop culture. So if you're a boy and a video game player and into music from the 80s and movies from the 80s, there is, you know, there's like 400 pages of endless uh, references and it's fun. That's the, I think that's probably the, the ultimate thing. There's a, there's a few pretty clever twists throughout and across the book, uh, but it's, it's fun and it's amusing and it's entertaining. 
uh, maybe not as entertaining as me doing sort of like a dodge and parry laugh a minute with some Facebook scammer, but it was still pretty fun. So uh, if you're looking for kind of light reading with sort of a light, a nice undertone with lots of 80s, I'm a 50 year old guy, 50 plus. So if you are sort of like in my age group and have some sort of a love or affinity for the 1980s, this would be a, a well-wrapped, entertaining read. It's, it moves along pretty quickly, certainly after, because, you know, the only issue that I always have with kind of science fiction writing and futuristic writing is that there is a world that needs to be created. So there's a certain amount of time at the beginning of, of many sci-fi books so that we can get a lay of the landscape, and that is mostly uh, indoctrinating the reader into getting a better sense of what it is that we are, we're looking at. Like, what's the terrain? What is the landscape of this new foreign place that nobody's ever seen? You know, like even if you haven't been it to Italy before and I say, OK, we're setting our book in Italy and there's rolling green hills and and, uh, you know, and grapes blossoming and, you know, Italian baguettes and things like that. We have an imagination that's going to fill in a lot of those gaps with science fiction. We don't always have the luxury, especially when you're kind of making it apocalyptic we want to, or, or the writer's going to want to be able to sort of like fill in some gaps, more gaps than usual, so the reader can kind of take hold of this new, interesting, and unusual world. I think it's going to be, a, I think it's a real challenge for a writer, I think, and certainly as readers, uh, particularly if you're sort of like a science fantasy or science fiction kind of a buff, this is something that's going to be fun and enjoyable, and you're going to be used to that that new landscape slowly being doled out. And yes, there are heroes and villains, and everybody is is nicely highlighted, so you know what's going on. So anyway. I do recommend uh, Ready Player One. I'm absolutely going to see the movie. Uh, I understand that the movie, you know, the book always, this is always true for me, a good book is going to take your mind on a ride and a good movie is going to take a mediocre book and and tell the story visually because it's, it's easier to do that way. So anyway, that's just my two cents on it. So I, I hope you enjoy Ready Player One, whether you're watching the movie or reading the book. As always, make sure whether you're watching me live or not, please leave a, a comment in the box and like and share and uh, join me at devangalladay.com forward slash dad to learn more about my book. And uh, after, after yesterday, I'm going to start calling some people that I thought are going to be fun and interesting people to have on here to talk about writing and the writer's life and creativity across the board. Anyway, thanks for joining me today, and I'll look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow.